Podcast from the ballerlifestyle.com, episode 133 of the show. I'm pretty sure we were gone. I didn't post a podcast for one week. And I was getting all I was getting tweets like, what happened to the podcast? Also, by the way, if you're team current episode, I told you I was gonna be gone for a couple weeks. Like I mentioned that I'd be leaving. So I was very, I think it was only one week. Anyway, we're back. Episode 133. I'm, I was traveling. Both of us, both Ed Daly and myself were away, sort of at staggered or staggered periods. I've, I've just flown from many, many time zones away and I feel like hell. I feel like actual hell. It's weird with jet lag because with jet lag, all you fucking want to do is go to sleep. And then as soon as you go to sleep, you're wide awake. And so I've been dealing with that for a couple of days. Hopefully it's, well, I'm going to go to bed as soon as I'm done recording this and hopefully I'll be better tomorrow. Um, email mailbag at the Uh You guys reach out, talk to us. Don't, but don't say what happened to the podcast. I mean, it's just one week. You only missed it for a week. Um, reach out via voicemail so I can hear you say, what happened to the podcast? 949-464-TBLS. Like our Facebook page, The Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. Subscribe on iTunes. Leave comments. Leave ratings there. That is helpful to us. And what's even more helpful to us is patreon.com where you can go patreon.com slash the baller lifestyle. Go and make a financial contribution to the show there. Joining me now, it's been so long, so long since we've spoken. Of course, I'm talking about Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? Doing well. First off, uh, congratulations on, uh, on your big, uh, your big moment in, uh, in Bali. Oh, Thanks. Uh, what's, hey, I was wondering, what's the food situation there? Is that just Southeast Asian kind of spicy stuff? Like what, what's doing it? Um, yeah, Indonesian food is kind of like that. It's kind of like, um, you know, like fried rice and noodles like and Thai-ish? stuff. Yeah, sort of, uh, but not really, not so much Thai, not like, I mean, it is spicy like Thai, but not sort of, I don't know. I didn't eat all that much Indonesian food because in ba- Bali, so sort of, tourist. Yeah, there's like lots and lots of all sorts of different kinds of restaurants. Cool. But yeah, sort of, you know, it's like Asian food. Uh, it's good. Cool. Well, I've got a I've got a couple things to discuss. First, okay, let's get into first, it. First, yeah. uh, let's give a, a rip to uh, Gene Wilder. Awesome. R.I.P. Awesome uh, resume. And uh, I don't, maybe I heard this a long time ago, but I, I read that uh, he actually outlined Young Frankenstein and gave it to Mel Brooks, and then Mel Brooks turned it into a full script. So... He was awesome. Um, 
yeah, to- total genius, hilarious, like always super funny. He was one of those guys that really had, had was married to that one look. Yeah, yeah. Like he he had that crazy hair, and even when he got old, he had to try to keep that crazy hair going. Yeah, when when um, the hair gets yeah. white and and like really thins yeah. out, you you can't go with the mad scientist hair. Uh, yeah. Um, Blazing Saddles, Young Stir Frankenstein, crazy. yeah, just awesome. so many good movies. And the guy was just such a stud, like super funny all the time. Just had a, a real distinct style, comedic timing. He was awesome. Yeah, he was cool. Um, all right. Well, I you know, I wanted to start by saying that, you know, what I like about Friends is breaking balls. And I like uh, to have my own balls broken. And when that doesn't happen... That's what that's what becomes of like Bieber when somebody can't like call them out on stuff, right? So there was some stuff I learned about you this summer that I I felt like because we weren't doing the show live, you couldn't couldn't be uh, you know questioned on it. Oh, did you, you said, did you make? Did you, we got a couple? Am things. I the subject of a notes app? Notes app. Have, do you, do you go? Have you made a note? Have you gone into your notes app and? made some notes about me that you want that you want to discuss right now. Oh, I this has actually just been on my mind for like two months. Oh. You memorized it. Okay. Uh you went to a Cubs game and uh you took a picture from the crowd or somebody you were with and you got tagged in pictures. And you were Yeah. You were shirtless in the crowd. That's right. Oh it's so hot. So hot that you day. You don't go shirtless. I'm in the best shape of my life, and I want the world to know it. Like, why, <laughs> why, why go shirtless in the crowd? No, Have some but I'm not, dignity. I'm not, I'm not that guy. I'm oh, not oh, that you, shape of were. my life guy. Yeah. I mean, I am, I am shirtless guy. I'll, I'll own that. I have my shirt off. I'll get my shirt off again. Nobody I don't wants mind. to, like, like, brush to... against your skin. Like, it's a bad thing. Like, in a crowd, no. On the beach, fine. But when you're in tight quarters with people, come on. Oh no! I get I get my shirt. I'm fine with getting my shirt off at the game, and I and I welcome you to do it as well. No, anybody nobody, that wants to get their shirt off at a ball game, I don't game, give a shit what shape you're in, no matter who it is. Yeah, no shirts yes. off. Okay, Let's, continue. Uh, three words: cool rings guy. Yeah. Now I like to accessorize. I mean, all this time we've been busted on Johnny Depp. And you're right. you're Death 2.0. I wear one <laughs> ring and it's awful. I mean, rings are the fucking yes. worst. And you're cool rings guy, plural. Right, multiple. You're wearing multiple. what? Right. Death 2.0. Right. I mean, right. do we? I, I never really asked. Do you wear uh, scarves and bangle bracelets too? <laughs> no, no, no bracelets, but uh, or scarves. <laughs> but I'm not ruling Holy it out. I also have cool a medallion. I've made it known that I have a medallion. You should have assumed the rings should have been assumed with I when you, when like, I incorporated talk, the medallion. Talk about medallion. I think you're like doing something like joking around one night to like to to for a laugh. I didn't think this was a real thing. Like no, the, the medallion is part of my look. Yes, totally. <laughs> continue. This is this is my, <laughs> this is my favorite subject. Me. So continue. all by the way, all, all of these things. That you're making fun of, I love about myself. Continue. Oh, clearly you love this about yourself because yeah. you bragged about being cool rings guy. I That's right. I made an Instagram post about it. I don't know. As <laughs> as things happen, yes. I, I have I like calling, you know, I I have no problem Call. being called out on my own bullshit. But like That's right. This came up like 
a month and a half ago, and like I, we weren't doing a live show. I was like, oh shit, I got to try to remember it. But you know what? Yes. You can't forget when you think you 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 like somebody, and then you find out they're a cool rings guy. Well, we don't. We don't all. We all. We're all different. That's what makes us buddies. Yeah, like, but we're not the same. Oh, we're certainly not. Uh, but the <laughs> that's for sure. The cool rings. I don't, I don't know. Yes. I I yes. I just feel like I were you like inside cringing when I was making fun of Depp. Like, did you feel like <laughs> no. you know that's your brethren and like you can't no. like oh Ed, Ed's making fun of the bangle bracelets. Oh, shit, if he if he can move to the rings, this is really gonna get uncomfortable. <laughs> no, no, I'm okay. Actually, actually, Johnny Depp, he's got a pretty sweet skull ring. Uh, and but what's annoying is that Iggy Pop and Keith Richards both had skull rings in like in the seventies. Sure. And this this Johnny Depp's just just ripping off their thing with his skull ring. So I no, I have not gone full Depp. But You're just like half Depp. <laughs> yeah. I'm like I'm like Depp point five. You're Depp point yeah. five. That's right. All right, that's Without it. You know, I didn't. I, you know, this wasn't like just to to bash you. I just there were a couple things that really to say they were red flag moments were would be an understatement. Yeah, it's. I'm sure it was shocking. It's kind of like the little kid that like finds the um, finds the garter belt in his dad's sock drawer and realizes he's a cross dresser. Like it's a it's a moment that is a little hard to take. And I'm sorry that you had to find out like this, Ed. But yeah, <laughs> sorry I had to I'm be cool this rings way. guy. Yeah, I already and knew I'm you a, were a flat I'm... brim guy, which is which is troubling enough. But I try to move past yes. it. But but wow, yes. the cool rings guy. <laughs> flat, flat, flat brim. Flat I like brim how guy. every time I like how every time my special lady posts a picture of me on the internet, which is way too often, people and like shame me that I don't, that I wear my hat improperly i wear my hat how it comes from the store i take my hat from the store and i put it on my head do you leave the tags on your all your clothes no 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 i do not do right. that right I take, so you I you understand that it's sometimes it's good to you know break it in a little bit yeah yeah i break it in by wearing it just it's fine it's fine the way it comes i like it that way okay. uh, is, is do you do you have any more you want to no, bust I my balls I'd anymore? Move, I've already moved past the, the flat no. brim guy has been a thing for a while. It's just cool rings guy. I mean, it's tough for you to take. I know we can just call you rings guy because we know it's so, cool rings. Right. Well, I didn't make up the cool rings part. That's that somebody else said that about me. Um, now I have to ask like, if someday you and I are in the bleachers together we're we're sitting there maybe you're turned to, i'm sitting on your left and you're turned talking to somebody on your right mm-hmm. and you turn back and i've removed my shirt up and out what up and out. What's, you're just leaving yeah i'm just i'm just walking i'm 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 fucking like bigfoot in that footage you just see my arms swinging and i'm out i'm fucking out out of there into of there. into the abyss nobody sees me again i just walk <laughs> Like, I'm not super in shape guy. I'm certainly not trying to show off my physique. You realize that, right? I don't know what was going on. I just know I've been at hot and hot places in the best shape yeah. of my life and the right. worst shape of my life. And the uh-huh. shirt stays on no matter what. And I get hotter right. than fuck. I fucking hate the summer. But the shirt stays on. What about now? Occasionally, Ed, I also I'll wear like a floral or maybe a 
just a plaid shirt, just, you know, just a regular button up shirt. You're, you're like an unbuttoned down guy too. Yeah. You go. Yeah. If it's warm, I I've got, you play it loose with the buttons. That's right. That's right. Is that, would that also be an issue? That's not as bad as removing the shirt. I'm just just saying if it were one of my buddies that I was like hanging out with at the bar, the topic of conversation the entire time we were at the bar would be about how the the buttons are too far down. Yes. It would be like, what's going on here? What's going on? Are you, are you part of the Lamas family? Like who, who, who fucking keeps the button down so far? I will say that it, on more than one occasion, people have said to me, hey, uh, you know there's more buttons on that shirt, right? No, I wouldn't, so, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't like, hide it in some sad joke. I would just say flat out, like, there's something wrong here. <laughs> yes, what's going on? <laughs> but then you, I, I, I'm just yeah. thinking about buttons. I've seen you go, like, the other way, too. You go top button. That's true. That's absolutely like what, like when I'm wearing a polo. Yeah, like you, you go golfing with top button, and to me, I mean, fine. That's yeah. that's to me that's, that's better. Great. That's You're better kidding. than going too far low, too far unbuttoned. Right. Yeah, but the comfort level, I feel like they don't make those shirts correctly for necks to be buttoned all the way up. Polo shirts um, yeah, get a little snug up top. They can, you know, I got a full size. I don't have a pencil neck exactly, but I, you know, I wear the softer shirts. It's fine. I like, I like my, when I'm golfing or just wearing a polo like that, I like to, I like to that's get all look. the buttons That's done. fine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. That's yeah, my style. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Good yeah. for you. Have a look. Yeah. Have a look. Um, do we, do you want to briefly discuss this Colin Kaepernick thing? Uh, yeah, Sure. Uh, do you want to go first? You want me to go? I, cause I have, I actually am, I have a problem with the whole fucking production of the, the, uh, Star Spangled Banner. Like it's become this big fucking thing. Yeah. I mean, it, it's become, it's been it for a while, but like, uh, there was some, uh, girl in the Olympics. They gave her shit for not having her hand over her heart. Like this is right. not the fucking Soviet union. Like we yeah. don't have to stand at attention for everything. Like, Fuck. And like this guy, I don't, you know, I don't know if this is the, the right, uh, if this is the exact way that he's going to get his point across. But like this, this whole idea of love it or leave it is fucking garbage. Like the reason why America is great is because like it's just a, an evolving place. And like, I don't, yes. I don't, you know, this guy's got issues that like you cannot, nobody can say that there are. That race is fine and it's handled perfectly in America. So he wants to call attention to race in general. I mean, it's a weird kind of uh, amorphous statement he's made. And then, like, he sorted Taylor makes it to the police, but it's, you know, he just said race in general. It's like, all right, well, people are talking about race, to talking about relations. And I just, people are like, this love it or leave it thing is fucking garbage. And, like, by him sitting on the bench, that means nothing to, uh, you know the troops like the troops that that has nothing to do with supporting the troops it's about you know the, america is not fucking perfect whether it's the best country or you know the the your most favorite place to live it's certainly not fucking perfect and anybody who says that is a fucking idiot yeah uh i totally agree it's it's one of those things where we all have everyone's experience is their own and I don't know what it's like to walk in Colin Kaepernick's shoes. 
but I'm pretty happy to live in a place where he can express his opinions in any fucking way he wants. And I don't give a fuck if he salutes the flag or stands or sits or does a handstand because it's up to him what he wants to do. And I don't I don't get the whole uh, you know, I need to be mad at him because he's disrespecting the flag or what? No, he's not. He's just sitting there or, and or disqualifying his uh, because he's rich or something. What is, yeah, what is no, that? I hate that. Right? He can. <laughs> I mean, good for him. He's taking a stand and he's actually famous. Yeah. Joe, the fucking car washer, does it. Nobody notices. And these shitheads that burn their Colin Kaepernick jerseys—they're—they're right. they're, to make some sort of statement. Yeah. Here's the statement you're making. I own a Colin Kaepernick jersey. Well, just the burning of jerseys, like, I mean, fuck you. This guy, yeah. like, he brought you to the Super Bowl. Like, he didn't, whether his production has declined, like, at one point, I mean, I remember seeing a whole thing when Jets fans started turning on Sanchez, and he brought him to two AFC championship games. Totally. Like, nobody else has done that since. Like, fuck, fuck you, burning jerseys. Yeah. What, what is this, I, Nazi Germany? Burn things. Throw it out if you don't uh, want it. Give it to yeah. give it to you know the homeless. Right. Also, those things are made of. Those are like non-organic fibers, not easily burned. Not the the fumes. Like whatever whatever fumes are coming off that jersey, not healthy. Yeah, toxic. Hopefully, they're standing close to the bonfire and they get popcorn lung from it. Yeah. So not only are you someone that owns a Colin Kaepernick jersey, now you're someone that's in, inhaling toxic fumes because you owned a Colin Kaepernick jersey. Right. Uh, yeah, I just, I, just don't, I just don't get what the big deal is. I, I also like that it was the third preseason game and he'd been sitting for every one so far. <laughs> and that they, it, it took him to the – and it wasn't like he made a big production of it. He just didn't get up. Right. He just sat there. But, you and, know, they, they question on him and he – he had whether or not you agree with it. He had a well thought out reasoning and everything. Like he, he thought about sure. this. He's, you know, I, I read somewhere and I totally agree. We want athletes to like not be robots, like Je- Derek Jeter. We want them to like give opinions and stuff. And then once they do, everybody's like, whoa, whoa! Like let him have his view. And if you agree or disagree, that's one thing. But like, fuck people, people with the love it or leave it. Get the fuck out of here. It- yeah, it's so crazy that when when these athletes have it's almost like because they earn a paycheck or because they're they're gifted with the skills to play a sport that it's offensive to people if they have an opinion. There's um the the quarterback at UCLA, the chosen Rosen. Josh Rosen. Yeah. He's like he's a bit of a knucklehead. He's outspoken. He's actually got some good ideas, but I was talking to some guys the other day and they're like legitimately like disgusted that he is a young guy that's got some opinions and because they're different than these people's opinions, they're annoyed and they just want him to shut the fuck up. And have when have really, one they go have one they say people say stuff like, "Well, you know, I wish he just focused on football." Like <laughs> Right. Like he's only got like fly patterns going in his head. Like he can't yes. think about Trump or anything. He's got as though he's got to yes. look, think as, about slants and post routes. As as yeah, as though having thoughts of like no one says, oh, this Peyton Manning, he owns all these Papa Johns. Maybe he should just concentrate on football. Like it's not. It's just they they want to pick the guy that they disagree with, and then they want to single out right. the things that he does that make him less than in their opinion. And it's fucking stupid. Right. Like. 
these guys are just athletes and, and there's, but they're also human beings. Um, so yeah, I don't give a shit. Like stand, don't stand. Right. It has not, you, you're not standing for the national anthem does not mean fuck the troops. And maybe if we all sat down and had a bit of discussion, we wouldn't, if you, if we really cared that much about our troops, we would find a way not to put them in harm's way for no reason. Yeah. Because that's, that's, that's really caring about the troops. And I, I read somebody else had a a good quote. They said, uh, you know, people are furious for him exercising his first amendment amendment. But if he showed up with the second amendment, he'd showed up with a gun. People would be all right. Well, he has a right to have the gun. Uh, that's well, no, that's unfortunately he's a black guy. As soon as black guys, he's already dead. Start start exercising their Second Amendment rights in mass. Right. We're going to have a whole different discussion about the Second Amendment. Exactly, guaranteed. Uh, okay, let's let's check in with our emailers. Yes, we Ed. should. First email. Hello, ballers. Just sitting here watching all the niche sports on the Olympics while rooting against the U.S. in men's basketball after following some weirdo home in a convertible. Just then, I don't know. Don't why, right. why is he watching the Olympics in the car? I mean, that's. Yes. I mean, I, I, I appreciate phones? the Olympic following because I love the Olympics, but that seems, that seems like a bad place to be following it. Are you like me? Are you um, terrified of doing anything on your phone when you're not in Wi-Fi because you're worried you're going to use too much data? Uh, I am grandfathered into the unlimited. Unlimited? You son of a bitch. So I am AT&T for life with that one. But. Yeah. But. You son of a bitch. Uh, when I'm in London, it you you use, I mean, I you just don't, with unlimited, unlim, I never realize how much I'm actually using. And when I go to London, yeah. I have to spend like an extra 100, 120 bucks a month for like 700 megabytes yeah. of data and that goes by in a in a heartbeat quick so i yeah. am i am paranoid uh when i'm in london but yeah at home i'm not yeah when i went to indo i had to add the international roaming but then i immediately went into my settings and turned off all the roaming and, yes, yes you know so yes. that i would just turn it on when i you know if i needed it like if you but need everyone, if you're stuck and you need like maps or something right right google right maps. which is yeah, or just to make a call or what? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's exactly how I used it because I'm very paranoid. Okay. Uh, just sitting here watching all the niche sports on the Olympics while rooting against the U.S. and men's basketball. I think they won. I, I have nothing. You're going to give watched, me an update on the Olympics. Though. I watched, like, no joke, I probably watched 50 hours of the Olympics. And Did you really? Yeah, like in the morning I watched an hour or so. Yeah. And then when I went to went out to pubs and stuff, it was on. Yeah. Uh, but I watched zero minutes of Olympic basketball. Good for you, hero, hero. Um, just then I remember that Brian is the one person that knows what's good for the look. Mm. That's actually We actually I mean, determined we, that earlier on the show. That's right. I think we, we determined something. So I offer you Beckner's Choice. Mm. Which vehicle would be the worst for your look? Being hashtag hetero. I'd never associate with anyone driving the following OBS. The three choices are Mazda Miata, PT Cruiser Convertible, VW Cabriolet. This is definitely not as good as Daly's Choice, by the way. Um, I, those are all bad cars, but of course, the PT Cruiser is the worst vehicle 
made. I don't know if it's still made. It's like that funky that looking one, right? Yeah, it's like kind of supposed to look like an old time yeah, yeah, wagon. Yeah. They're, they're really hideous. I used to, so that I used be, to that work with worst. a guy with, who drove an electric blue Miata. No. Was, oh, really? Yeah. It was, uh, it was troublesome. So, but was it a problem because he couldn't get the wife and kids in there? Like he was. He got. I mean, this this is a another horrible uh, twist. He got married. We we I I left the company I was working when I was working with him, and we were both on our honeymoon. And I'm at the buffet line, like breakfast buffet in Hawaii, and this guy just taps me on the shoulder and talks until my food's cold, and I just fucking put it on the table and then had to start again. You guys. You guys honeymooned together? That was the problem. I was like, I I said to Michelle, I was like, I know you wanted to hang out by the pool here, but we're going to have to just like go elsewhere on the island because I'm not fucking talking to this guy. No, he drives a Miata. Uh, Look, okay. Now I'm going to take my evening shower like adults do. Yeah, that's what I do. And thanks for blocking emails from Memphis. That's from (laughs) We know who that's from. He loves (laughs) taking a pot shot at Memphis. I will say. Yeah. That we don't block emails from Memphis. No, absolutely. And not. also, goddamn, the ribs in Memphis are just every time I hear the the name Memphis, the the city, I think about those ribs, rendezvous ribs. Oh, I've never been to Memphis, but I would like to go and eat the ribs. Best. I would like to do like a barbecue tour. Just book like a week and just bounce around the different barbecues in the country. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Texas is so good. Uh, yeah. Mem- Missouri, Memphis has St. good. Louis. Uh, you know the North Carolina. Carolina. Carolina is very vinegary, and I, I don't know. And and I think isn't Missouri like very saucy? Yeah, they're very saucy. Texas, Texas is like no Texas, sauce. Yeah, you go you go down by Austin. Uh, there's some great spots down there, and uh, Memphis is is the dry rub. Very good. I like a dry rub. Uh, I think North Carolina has the mustard sauce. Though, mm, that which I enjoy. that is actually pretty good. I do like a mustard sauce. Okay. Hi, guys. I was just wondering why there are so many black NFL players with Spanish first names. <laughs> Antonio, Santonio. I don't believe Santonio San is a Spanish. That's not even a yeah, name. Yeah, that's just kind of a creation. Right. Mario, Javier, Carlos, etc. Thank you, Drew in West LA. I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what. I've never thought about that. I don't know. I don't know if that's racist or not. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that question, Ed. Uh, I think there's. I would think there's two reasons. One, because they can pull it off, right? Totally. You see a white guy calling himself Javier. You're thinking this guy right. took his uh, his study abroad semester in Sevilla too seriously, but. <laughs> yes. If you a black guy, it, it just works. Like black guys can pull shit off. Black guys can dance. You see a white guy dancing really hard, and you're like, "No, what the fuck no. is going on here?" So, well, black, black guys are cool. Yeah, they are, and it's like America is is just the white man's game. Like it's been for right. 240 years. It's just been it's like true. white people and everybody else. Like, see if you can get your piece. But it's all about the white people. So maybe you know they're taking they they might be taking some Spanish names, but like it's it's pretty much white people against everyone in America. So like they're allowed to take the names. White people are not allowed to take the names. I'm more interested with the um, the the what do you call it? the Caribbean players with the because of the Soviet influence what? having the. 
there's like all sorts of Yuri's in the and, Caribbean. Uh, yeah, but in the Dominican in in Cuba. Uh, who's the guy that Who's the guy that played for the Angels? He's the MVP. Vlad. Vlad Guerrero. Vladimir. That's true. I never even thought about that. Yeah, you see, you're always like, wait, hold on. That guy's Dominican. He's called Vladimir. And there's all sorts of Yuri's and there's all you, they'll pop up. You'll see that and you're like, wait, this guy's from Cuba. But it's it's the Soviet influence. I, you know, that's how they get those names. That is pretty impressive. I never even thought yeah. about that. One thing that I'll tell you gave me nightmares. Uh, one time, I feel like it was me, in a, That picture of me without my shirt? <laughs> I was in an airport one time and I heard uh, an Asian dude speaking with a Jamaican accent. And it just what? Yeah, it was the weirdest Shut thing. Up. Like, I guess he lived in Jamaica. Maybe he grew up there. I don't know what was going on, right. but like, it, it just try to wrap your mind around that. It's it's I can't do it. It's I can't crazy. picture it. It's impossible. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, last email. Ballers, welcome back. Now that the cast is back, when do we finally get to taking back the term "smoke show" and start embracing it? Smiles, your dear friend. I will never embrace that term. I hate that. I, like, until you told chick. me about it, I, I've never. Yeah, you never heard of it. I've heard of smoking, but smoke show. Yeah, yeah, she's smoking. She's a real smoke. Smoke show, show sounds smoke like show. you know what that sounds like. Like yeah. the dad that like pulls up a chair when like the right. teenage kids are hanging yes. out. Yes, like tries to hang out with the boys. Yes, exactly. Right? Like, hey guys, and he turns the chair backwards. Smoke? He yeah. turns the chair backwards. Yeah. Hey, what's the haps, guys? It's yeah. He's the dad that you know. He'll say he'll say, "Hey, isn't she foxy?" She's that kind she's of really built. <laughs> yes, built. Uh, uh, okay, Ed. I I was gone. I was away. I didn't. I you watched fifty hours of Olympic. Also, where I was, the Olympics weren't on TV. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see a lot of Bali uh, Indonesian representatives there. Right. So there's no, I was shocked. I did see the final medal count and out of nowhere, Great Britain, second in the medals. Shocking. I can tell you what happened. And this is, this is, you know, why America is, you know, per capita, it doesn't do that well. It's because like, we don't have like a centralized, we have like an Olympic committee, but it's not like right. an organized thing. Not like China and Russia. They have, but it, England, I think they did terrible, let's say, 12 years ago. Like, terrible. Like, really bad. And so they made a commitment, and they're like, all right, you know what? Like, we are going to have a, you know, Olympic czar, whatever they call it. And, like, they specifically targeted people to excel at cycling and rowing and all these sports. And they, I mean, rowing, there's like, there's like 50 medals in rowing. So, like, between that and cycling, they, like, rigged the system. But I think because they were given the London Olympics in 2012, they like set it all up so they would be doing well then, and then the the programs continued. In America, it's like, well, fuck that! I'm going to go play college basketball or college football or or a million sure. other sports. So yeah. it's like, you know, Jamaica, you're the best athlete there. You're sprinting here, right? It's like yeah. uh, you know, sprinting is like 12th on the list. Um, is do, do they still trot Linford Christie out there? Is Linford Christie still? Do was he in a heat race at all? Well, the funny hundred meters. I, uh, and one one other thing. So I got back with like a couple days left in the Olympics and watched the uh, 
watched the NBC version, which was an abomination. You just watch, yeah. you just watch Americans, and you only watch like, let's say, I think it was like High Jump or something like that, yeah. and you only saw the winning jump, even if it was an American or or a pole vault. You just saw the winning, and that was it. And it was right. just like prepackaged bits and everything. BBC. Yes, they yes, they have no commercials so they don't have to like worry about advertisers and stuff. That's they, great. But they just they have a channel, you turn it like BBC One or whatever, you turn it on and it's just track and field for the day and it's everything going on all the time. And if you don't like that sport, you press this red button on the remote that everyone has to have. <sighs> and it's like yeah. I would like to watch handball. I would like to watch taekwondo or judo and like yeah. you just and there's no and like if they don't have enough commentators, they just don't speak. It's just you just listen to the oh, crowd and watch it. So yeah, I could see why people find the American version a real drag because it's a lot of Costas, a lot of prepackaged bits. Like I just like Vignettes. watching people doing shit. Me too. Yeah, handball's great. Oh, no, that's yeah, a sport that's, I could get into. But that's a sport. Can you imagine if America said, you know what, we're gonna take like every college basketball player that doesn't go to the NBA and turn them into handball players, we would win a million to nothing. Now, the Olympics, it's probably like the Guinness Book of World Records. Like, you could probably find a sport and just go, okay, we're going to win that. In eight years, we're going to win that. And you just comb the country and you find the right person. Like, there's there's enough sports in the Olympics that if you concentrated on just one, you could win it. Yeah, right. There, there are, there are definite, um, there are definite sports, and they, the best is the Winter Olympics, where America, like, I don't That's know, they're, they're just like, you know what, we're not winning enough. We're not that into skiing. Let's just have Sean White like win like twelve gold medals each year. Yeah. yeah, and you know, you know how I feel about that. I don't, I don't want now. The next Olympics are going to have skateboarding and surfing. Like, I don't need that in the Olympics. Right. I they added this year BMX bikes. I saw that and I was like, is this real? No, I don't, I don't need that BMX. But I got to say, you know, oh, and one thing. Uh, so a few weeks before the Olympics, they had like an anniversary games at the London Olympic Stadium. And I saw Bolt run and that that's still even for a race that didn't mean shit. That is a pretty exciting thing. Bolt is the best. He's unbelievable. It's, it's so much fun to watch that guy run. Yeah. Yeah. He's. I mean, he did some other things. Ed, okay. what, what else do we need to know? All what right. happened so at the Olympics? The major bullet points, uh, the Ryan yeah. Lochte controversy. Okay. I don't. I know. I, I read an entire article. I'm like, I heard people talking about this Ryan Lochte thing, and, I'm, and I wasn't paying attention to it because I don't care. But then I was like, people wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. And I'm like, okay. So he made a false re- police report. And then there was something like on Slate or something, and it's like, everything you need to know about the Ryan Lochte situation. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to have it. I'll, I'll just read this and I'll know. And then I read it and I still don't understand. Well, he did one morning. I remember reading in the, uh, reading like the next morning, it said something like Ryan Lochte was held up at gunpoint. Yep. He gave an interview and immediately it seemed fishy because he said, the guy put the gun to my forehead, the other guys got down, and I said, whatever, bro. And right. So then Which like, is what you do when, yeah. when a crazy when a fucking Brazilian, Brazilian has a gun to your forehead. Yeah. So then like, you know, they, they poked holes through the whole story, 
Brazil went crazy find, finding footage of him like being an asshole at a gas station, and then the other guys crumbled and said, "Oh yeah, we pissed, we pissed on the wall." But anyway, it became this big thing. He just got the fuck out of town. The other guys were held up at the airport. They were like extorted, like they had to pay money to get, to leave the country. And they filed charges against him. They're like, how could they? How dare he say that about the country? The next day, a British athlete got a, had a confirmed gun put in his face, and he was robbed. And they're like, well, we told you, you're not supposed to leave the Olympic compound, and we can't be responsible for your safety there. But Ryan Lochte, and the guy is an asshole. He was a meathead yeah. that totally. you know shouldn't have been given his own TV show in the first place. Of He's not. a douche. Everything you douche. bad you want to say about him. But, like, let's calm the fuck down on, like, you know, he's some sort of international criminal. Like, he he acted like an asshole, got called out on it, and, like, let's end it there. I mean, you know, pay a fine for whatever damage he caused. But, like, they turned it into, like, oh, this guy has lied about our, our beautiful place. Uh, just ignore the 1,400 other incidents that happened. Well, yes, okay, I get all that, and I agree. But explain to me the logic of why he needed to say that he was like, why was, did it seem more palatable to say that he'd been robbed rather than just say, Oh yeah, we were fucking around and we peed all over a gas station. I don't, I don't like, I don't get why he had to concoct such a cockamamie story. I think, you know how like when you're swimming in the pool and you get like water, your ears are waterlogged and you're just not quite right for that day. But this guy's been waterlogged for like two decades. So he's just he's just got like half his head is full of chlorine. I, I think he's, he's just, just stupid. He's like really stupid. Like the yeah, stupidest. He he's exceptionally stupid. Stupider. And and we really dominate swimming like as a country and it but it's I'm sort of I'm at the basketball level with it. Yeah. Like if I if I have to tolerate Michael Phelps forever, I'd rather just be bad at swimming. On the flight over to Iceland, I read this like long feature on Phelps, and I concluded that I wanted him to lose every race and come in last. He's a complete yeah. asshole. He's a yes. bad dude. Also, he's got something's going on. He's got huge ears. He needs to get his ears pinned back. And something's going on with his jaw. He needs that surgery where they break your jaw and like realign it. Or it's because he talks weird. Yeah, or just wire it shut. Right, but but uh. Isn't that what PEDs do? They fuck with your jaw. Like, remember Carl Lewis had to get braces yeah. when he was like thirty. Yeah, yeah, well, that's true. But it's it's the other way around. It's your um, your head gets bigger, so your teeth get farther apart. Oh yeah. So they have to brace them together, like Barry Bonds had to get braces. That's right. But he has he seems to have the opposite problem where he's got too many teeth or something. Right. There's there's too there's not enough room in that right. mouth. Also, he, he uh, no one brings up that thing where he had sex with that tranny. Well, I mean, it's for, I mean, we're a very fr- transgender-friendly country now. That's right. Well, yes. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> he and Han- Hank Baskett are ushering in a new era. That's right. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, what, well, what else do I need to know there about was the a ma- I know there literally There was a mountain nothing. biking trail that caught fire because there was a huge garbage fire in Brazil. That's great, but also, I love that, but... Also, do we need mountain biking in the Olympics? And the answer is no. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the story of the games, I feel like, um, was Usain Bolt for the third time cementing his status as the fastest man ever. 
Um, Amazing. And he to celebrate, and then it was like his birthday the day after he won his third gold medal. Like just everything yeah. was lining up. He went out to the clubs and he hooked up with lots of women, including yeah. yes. the ex girlfriend of a deceased Brazilian drug kingpin. What? <laughs> now, Brian, I don't know if you've seen the pictures, but uh, I, I can say it. I can't imagine it's even remotely worth it. But what? How good looking would the woman have to? be for you to deal with that kind of baggage um like i mean uh, brazilian like drugs cindy, keep in in brazil it's not like you're doing yeah, this in yeah. jamaica in your home too like cindy crawford circa 1990 yeah it's gonna have to be that um, she kind of yeah. looks like she looks like a slightly better version of michelle rodriguez Right. I saw her. She's a little bit masculine, yeah. which might be Usain Bolt's thing. But Usain Bolt is is the most layable guy in Rio. Oh, yeah. I, re- I remember when he won in in London, like the papers for like five days straight were like, oh, he's here with seven uh, members of the uh, Netherlands swim team. And he's yes. here like the, the guy. The guy probably used half the Olympic uh, condom supply. I like that his his girlfriend was cheering him on from home, and I think that was the same. That's the first giveaway that it's not really that good of a relationship. I think in the last Olympics, he also left his girlfriend at home, which is a pretty, like, king of your castle move where you're like – He's like, you know what? It it makes me nervous to see you in the crowd. Like, I just want – Yes. I just want your support back home. Yeah. Why don't you just hang back? And watch it on TV because I I need to focus. Yeah, I need it's to gonna, I'm just gonna have a bunch of quiet nights there. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just staying in the Olympic Village. You've heard all the stories about Rio. I'm staying in. Right. <laughs> I will not be out at any clubs. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, okay. What else? All right. So uh, I mean, that's the Olympics. We've talked a lot about the right. Olympics, but let's move on to it. I have to admit this this sport is a bit of a stretch to call it a sport because. Uh, if you can drink and smoke while the sport is happening, I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I like golf and all, but like this is this is like one step beyond golf, where you can be sitting he, sitting down, smoking and drinking at the same time, but being part. If of it. if drinking improves your ability, yes, it's not a sport. Right. So like bowling, pool, fishing. Okay. Fishing. So in the Philippines, a fisherman was forced to abandon his crummy wooden house as it burned to the ground. But first, (laughs) he took his good luck charm from under his bed. The good good luck charm was a two-foot-long, 75-pound pearl he found while fishing (laughs) 10 years ago. Now, recent appraisals have the pearl valued at $100 million. So, Brian, the question needs to be asked, is there anyone dumber on Earth than someone who lives in a shack that just burned down, yet believes in good luck charms. I mean, there's no way there's a 75-pound pearl. Yeah, like, what, it, what was that clam? Yes. Jesus. That had, that's like the Popeye clam. <laughs> We've he, got to put his he, legs on either side to keep it open. Yeah, he was, he, he was rescuing <laughs> Shelly Duvall from that thing. Also, it was shocking. Sh- why was Shelley Duvall sold to us back in the eighties? Like, how starved yeah. were we for entertainment? Yeah, that's that, that, that's more egregious than Glenn Close in uh, what do you call it? the Michael Douglas movie with the rabbit? Basic Instinct. No, yes. no, uh, the other one. Instinct was oh, Sarah oh. Stone. 
Oh, no, that's right. That's right. Um, you know, the one with she Fatal attraction. Fatal attraction. Fatal attraction. Glenn Close. <clears throat> he's he's going to throw it all away for Glenn Close. That's all. That's my number one argument for how much cocaine yeah. uh, Hollywood was doing in the 80s. They tried to sell us Glenn Close as a sex symbol. Yeah, also Miss Piggy. They did a lot of that in the 80s, too. I'm not sure. You know, uh, why were we supposed to find her attractive? The, the TV was on the other night. Yeah. I think it might have been. It was just on. And no one was watching it. You know, it had, something had been on earlier and the TV was just still on and something came on with the Muppets and I was looking at these Muppets and I just, we were sold such a bill of goods. This is, it's the worst entertainment. It's not, I, it's not something that would ever keep me entertained today as a kid. I will say I, I took my kids, man, it might've been five years ago or so. The, the Jason Siegel did a Muppets Movie. The reboot, yeah. And I thought that was solid. But then there was a sequel, and it was horrendous. I saw it on a plane. It was really bad. Right. Right. Um, <clears throat> Ed. What's up? Real quick, before we continue, I need to talk about Herman Marshall Whiskey. Oh, yeah. Not a week goes by, Ed, where I don't receive a tweet or an email from people in the Republic of Texas enjoying their Herman Marshall whiskey. It's like they want to troll me because they know it's not available to me where I am. Demand's got to be creeping out of the state by now. I mean, we've got to be able to get it in our state soon. For sure. It's coming. The Baller Lifestyle Podcast loves Herman Marshall whiskey. I can remember when Texas's own Tito's Vodka was just a niche American vodka. Now, anywhere I order a Bloody Mary, it's the first vodka on offer. Herman Marshall is ready to be the Tito's of Whiskey Ed. The 90 to 100 degree days in Texas, while not your favorite, obviously. It would be tough for me. Are loved by your whiskey because the it increases the barrel pressure to push the whiskey into and out of the charred wood barrels more often, making your glass of Texas bourbon smoother and more flavorful. See for yourself and grab a bottle of their Texas bourbon, rye, single malt, or temptress next time you're at a local bar, restaurant, or spirits retailer. Herman Marshall Smooth Texas Whiskey. I've, uh, you know, it's been a while, but I think we could, we stand to do a quick true-false game because we're talking about real versus fake, real, real. Yeah, I love these games. Uh, but first, yeah. I want to just, a little tip of the cap to our good friend Mike at Herman Marshall. Oh, did he hook you up? All right, so he hooked you up. I remember when we, he, uh, early in the summer, you mentioned that you had gotten a bottle. And he sent yeah. me a message. He said, I know you're out of the country. Let me know when yeah. you'll be back, and I'll, I'll hook you up. I told him August 19th, August 20th, at my door is a bottle oh of God. Herman Marshall bourbon. Oh, my God. God. The guy's a goddamn saint. Right. Not only is it a good product, but there's great people behind yeah, it. Yeah, good dudes supporting the show, supporting us. Like, yeah, if, you, if you have access to Herman Marshall, you, you would better support that that company you should be buying it's it. terrific absolutely um absolutely couldn't agree more. all right so let's go a little real fake here true or false whatever okay we'll, we'll go to the old standby the porn parodies oh, i love these okay the texas vibrator massacre okay 
Do I have to guess on each? No, no, I'll go through them. You just tell me one okay. of them is false. The rest are true. One. Oh, only one? Only okay. One. An officer and a gentleman? Genitalman? Genitalman, okay. Okay. Kara Loft Womb Raider? <laughs> titty Titty Gangbang? John and Kate Fuck Eight? The, the Da Vinci Load? <laughs> a Tale of Two Titties? Or The Porn Identity? Oh my god. These are all real. Um, I'm going to say Carolot Womb Raider. False. That is true. Caroloft Womb Raider is true. The false one is an officer and a genitalman. <laughs> oh, somebody should make that. Get on that. I know. It seems like a, seems like a good... Lou Gossett themed porn. Totally, yes. Interracial. Anytime I turn on porn, military themed. You know what? I could use some Lou Gossett yelling at me right now. Why don't you go ahead and quit mayonnaise? (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, Okay, Ed. What do we got? We need to talk about this guy, Christian Fisher. He's a 31-year-old guy, and recently he did something that I don't know if I'm disgusted or in awe of. He walked into a Seattle grocery store and walked up to the self-checkout section. Big fan of the self-checkout section, by the way. Self-checkout section is a great thing, although sometimes you're – like yeah. my local CVS, there's always that light blinking, and somebody has to come over, yeah. and for for no yeah. good reason. But yes, in general, we're, we've we're more skilled at checking out than somebody else is for us. Occasionally, you do that thing where you like lean too hard on the bagging area. The bagging area is very sensitive, right? Please put your bag, and, your your things, or you have if you have uh, you just want to carry your own thing, then it's like yeah. well, put it in the bagging area first. Right, right. It, it, it weighs it there. Right. And sometimes you have like a greeting card or something. By the way, I'm out on greeting cards. It, I'm never buying another greeting card again. I'm fuck big Hallmark. But beyond that, you set the greeting card down and it's not heavy enough. And then it's like, hold on, let me get help. And you're like, fuck, you right. got to wait there forever. Right. But then you still, get to pay like 450 for a fucking Valentine's Day card. Yeah, ridiculous. Uh, so this guy, he, he liked this, this guy, Christian Fisher, he likes the self-checkout as well. And he also likes the bagging area, but first he he walked into the Quality Food Center in Greater Seattle. Great name for a store, by the way. Yeah, like, real way to very catchy. Sell, way to sell your groceries. <laughs> like how about like decent car dealership? Or <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, he <clears throat> he cruised in and he decided he was going to scan his dick, so he set his junk on the scanner at the self-checkout terminal and uh, motioned, then motioned for a female employee to approach the checkout register. And when she did, she saw that his penis was out on the stand. The woman had an overly effusive reaction, apparently. I mean, it's just a dick, lady. Yeah, I know. No big deal. Let's all calm down here. 
And, and of course, when she freaked out, he started to laugh. Uh, he didn't make any attempts to stow his blatantly exposed genitalia. Well, no, I think the whole point was having it out. I don't, here, I don't think stowing was an option what, for him. where this guy differs from you, you or me. Even if we were clearly the guy's <laughs> packing some serious heat, right? right. You don't you don't right. do that unless. But yeah, if you or I were just trying to uh, go for some reaction, you'd have it out, laugh, and then you'd get the fuck out of there. Put it back, yeah. Right, like he's he's just hanging out and like won't put it away and laughing. Like he really is stupid. Yeah, he's he. This is one of these guys that's got his cock out a lot eventually they called a security guard over and he went and wanted to see what was going on and he saw that in fact fisher's dick was quote resting on top of the scanner still still so ed two things here a wouldn't it be nice to have a dong with enough heft that you could just set it down on things yeah and two do you think christian was confused and actually thought he was at Rain City Jacks, Seattle's premier <laughs> masturbation club. Oh, I love Rain City Jacks. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's a great place. Um, <clears throat> the, yeah, the, you, you bring up a good point. I've been to those self-checkouts. Like, where yeah. the scanner is, you, you need to – you've got some distance from where, like, the machine right. sticks out. Yeah. Like, you have to be packing a, a good nine or so to get – get really where the scanner yeah. is. I mean, I'd have to I'd have to throw a leg up. Oh, I'd have to throw a leg up there to get to get the whole balls and dick on the scanner. I would have to be straddling the thing like a sit and spin so I could get right in the middle. <laughs> yes. Uh yeah. I just I just wonder like so many other criminals we've big and small, what's the end game here? Right. Like you you got the reaction, but then you just laugh and high five a buddy or something. Like if that's what you're doing, he stayed there, and presumably, I mean, I think anybody would have to stay at least at a semi for it to just like lay there like that. Yeah, you need to get some blood into and it. And for her to go get help and then still get caught, and the and the, the dong is still sitting there. I mean, he yeah. he must have been really excited. And now he when, really wanted when I read the headline, when I saw the headline, I was thinking, did he try to go and put it on the um, non-self-checkout, but where they weigh the fruits and vegetables? Maybe he was trying to right. get a weight there. But, right. But they yeah. don't do that for the self. You can't weigh it. No, no. No, I don't think so. Plus, and plus a dong, you need one of those fish scales. Right. Where to just so you could sort of separate it from the rest of you, right. where you just you kind of dangle it in you know in a thing that that hangs above it to just get so that the kind of like a plumb bob mm. where the where the weight of the dick pulls down a lever which sort or a uh, wire which sort of tells you how much it weighs. So this guy didn't have a good plan. And also, if you're naming your son Christian, you probably had higher hopes. Than where yeah. where he is right now. That's that's true. That's a good point. Uh, Ed Sean Miller, thirty one, was arrested on Thursday in South Yarmouth, Massachusetts, after spending four months as a fugitive evading drug trafficking charges. Miller was indicted back in April for possession and intent to sell heroin. The police tracked Miller, who also goes by 
Shiz. Oh no. A mass hole is cheesy nickname. Yeah, to, to a home in South Yarmouth. They surrounded the place and ordered Miller to come out. The person who emerged from the home appeared at first to be an elderly man. But alas, it ended up just being Miller in a mask. The cops also found two loaded guns and 30000 in cash when they searched the house. He was Ed, he was doing like a Scooby-Doo disguise yeah. where he was dressed up like an old man. And so I need Old to man withers. Right. What's more surprising? That this guy thought he could pull the old Scooby-Doo villain with the old man disguise? Mm-hmm. That someone with access to 30 large in cash would choose to hide from the cops in his hometown? Or C, that based on the picture included with the story... The old man mask was actually a marked upgrade from this scofflaw's actual appearance. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That old man. It's a reasonable looking old man. He looked all right. The kid. Like, nor- the kid looked like nor- like like very close to sloth from Goonies. Yes, he he looked like he, he looks like, like a Yarmouth was- mask kind of guy. Yeah, like maybe some fetal alcohol syndrome. Yeah, yeah maybe dropped on like- his head a couple times. Yes. There's some problems. But I've I've watched plenty as a kid. I watched a lot of Scooby Doo. My my kids have watched a lot of Scooby Doo, and every time I think, don't you think they could at least compliment the mask? I mean, some of these masks right. are really good. Like they just look like completely yes. different people, and they're never like, "Whoa, that was a great mask." They're just like, "Oh yeah," and they just start yanking at their hair, pull it off. But like, these are some great masks, and people people should really compliment. I mean, this. This kid, as big of a shithead as he may have been, may be. He, he had, had a great mask. A great mask. And, uh, you know, I figured we'd be farther along in mask technology by now. Like you were mostly, thinking total recall just, action? Right. Mostly it's just weird looking makeup. It's usually just someone looking really weird and you can tell they're wearing a mask. But this guy's was okay. Uh, Not bad. Better than his regular face. I don't know if I've seen it all the way through. But I did enjoy that uh, Johnny Knoxville where he's the old man. I heard that's good. You know, I haven't he, seen they're it. Good, they're, he like shits himself in a Denny's. Like there's just funny yeah. old man things that uh, it's. And he he went to one of those uh, John Benet Ramsey competitions. I think like as the oh, grandfather, yeah. he brought like a kid out and was like saying dirty things. And it was pretty good. I mean, you know, it's one of those things like Jackass. You can watch it any part and it's just like a totally. little thing yet it's good yeah 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 i'll have to check that out but by the way yeah cbs is doing a john benet docuseries uh, where they yeah. read the john benet ramsey crime this is like capitalizing is, on the oj success right totally they're trying to rip that off but i don't care because the john benet ramsey murders like one of my all-time favorite murders oh really I saw oh, yeah, the house. Like it's one. not far from where my sister lives in Boulder. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, she showed me the house. Just like just a regular house in the middle. I mean, probably I mean, pricey. It's a massive house. It's not. I mean, it's it's a big, big enough living space. But like, yeah. it's just, it's a house in a nice neighborhood. But with right. neighbors not far away. Like, it's not like one of these places with mansions with a sure. lot of space where shady it's not like the kennedy compound or something it's you know it's just a nice house in in a neighborhood 
Right. But um, well, I'm ex- I'm excited. I think it starts in a couple weeks. I'm going to be watching. See, the I don't like that John that trial because I don't look like looking at <clears throat> pictures of no, of child uh, beauty contestants. That's creeps me out. You know, it's weird because I agree with you, especially since I've become a parent, and I don't know. I guess because she was so objectified. Yeah. That I don't really like think of her as a little child, and I know that's fucked up and callous of me because I think she was like six years old or something, right? Uh, um, but I just don't. I, normally, I can't do anything with any kind of child abuse or yeah. anything like that. It just it's just too overwhelming t- for me. Uh, but with John Benet, I just I guess I just have some sort of separation that I just well, I just don't you. really think of her as a little kid. It's good. Yeah. It's good. You you're able to move past that and CBS is very happy for it. Yes, totally. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. Good for you. Uh, okay, Ed. Yeah. No breaking news. No fancy sauce today. Uh. Our, our very own fancy sauce has been called away on a project hopefully hopefully we'll have i mean she's in town but she's just not on the premises so hopefully we can get her next week but but luckily i've curated some pop culture stories let's do it so we can do our very own baller lifestyle pop culture segment fancy pop first though ed we have life coaching to do Brian, Ed, and Kate. A little life coaching. My, this is right up our alley, Ed. Okay. My wife and I are expecting our first kid. I know. And we've been trying to put a list of names together. Issue is we disagree on just about every name. Ed, Brian, how did you guys do it? My wife is... Not throwing out names like Ashlyn, Brielle, Chad, etc. <laughs> but how did you guys finally agree on names? Should I just not care that much? Further, he, he goes on. Ed, I moved to Maryland about six months ago. And Jesus Christ, <laughs> the old bay. <laughs> You'd send me Keep the... Up. <laughs> and I laughed. I laughed hard when I saw it. Yeah, I, I got to college. <laughs> And they were put, I, I like, within a few days of being <laughs> in college, they're putting fucking Old Bay on everything. Oh, Old Bay. Old Bay flavored chips. Old Bay this. Old Bay on your popcorn. It's like, Jesus. It's fucking just like some crab spice. Like, let's right, calm the fuck down on the Old Bay. It's like a powder, right? Like, you put it in soup and shit. Yeah. You put it in your chowder. Yeah. I, I, I was floored by that. And I think you do this a little bit in California. In Maryland, they all talk counties. Like, and you talk that, like oh, you say, right. I'm from Orange yeah. County or this, that, That's like right. yeah. for me, I'm from Hoboken. I, I, I never say right. I'm in Hudson County in Maryland. They would just say, Oh, I'm from this County. And it's like, all right, great. Well, why are we talking that? about that's this confusing. town? Like, just, yeah. so that, that's kind of a weird thing that like Maryland and, and they love their fucking flag. They love that race, oh, race they, car. Oh, looking it's a great flag. flag. It's a cool, I mean, of, I mean, New Jersey's flag is like some chick with a scale. So it's it's a pretty terrible flag, but uh, as good as Maryland is, like I got to the dorms and like maybe half my floor were hanging up the state flag everywhere. It's like, yeah. hey guys, you went to the University of Maryland, like you you've, you're already there. There's flags everywhere. Like what's going on? It's one thing if you move to Russia and you just want to show some hometown 
spirit or something. That is a little weird. It's weird. They're way into the flag, way into Old Bay, and way into talking about their counties. Also, now it's all over your football uniforms, so it looks like you're the um, Frankfurt Knights or something (laughs) out there. Yeah. Uh, It's from the World League, the the Sacramento Burn. I love it. I love my Terps, but I do not like any sports franchise that doesn't have a plural nickname. Right. Yes. Also, the Terps are – I've heard a rumor that they're in the Big Ten now. Is, can you confirm that? I think this is season three. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's season – The Terps are in the Big Ten. It's season three. Oh, my God. Yeah, they, so they, they took them and Rutgers because they wanted to get East Coast television markets. I mean, D.C. The, right. the funny thing is, like, Terps, when they're good, the D.C. market will rally around. Like, people will be into the Terps. But Rutgers, like, when yeah. they were good, they're still, they're like, they don't, like, they don't. They don't. Two seasons. New York, New York City, yeah. they just don't give a shit about college sports. So they don't. They, like, I, I wish they did. Like, because I'll go yeah. to a bar and it'll be, like, when college football starting to go get good and it'll be like LSU, Alabama will be on and it'll be like uh, the Yankees who are out of the playoffs are playing against, you know, the, the, the Rays in the last game of the series. And that'll be on all of the TVs. Like they don't care about right. college sports here. Right. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, uh, as to the naming issue, back to the oh, yeah, yeah. subject at hand here, the naming issue. It's real simple. Get out the go to the Social Security website and pick a year um, before like 1995. Any year that you want prior to the mid 90s and it'll list the top 100 most popular names for both boys and girls in that year. Mm -hmm. By the way, Brian in the top 10 from 1968 to 1983. Yeah, I've, I've always known a lot of Bryans. It's, the, it's the, the least. I mean, if you were born in the 70s. With an I, not Y. Yeah, of course not. You're, you had a good chance of being named Brian. Uh, just pick an actual name. If you were born in the 19-teens or 20s, your name might be Edward. Edward. Ed, Edward. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, with what I did with names... It may be cheesy or corny. Uh, I went, I remember just going through books and movies, like characters I liked, and then just writing them down. And like, obviously I'm not naming my kid Han Solo. So like that gets X'd out. But then I just found a couple names from like characters I liked. Yeah. And and that's kind of where it went. Uh, But yeah. I um I was one for one on names with my kids. I mean they're both they're both fine. They're both actual names that my kids have. There's no made up. There's no Brooklyns or Ashlands in my house. But there's one there was one that I just lost a battle on. It wasn't wasn't my first choice. Uh, okay, Ed. Yeah. Fancy fancy pop. Let's talk about what is going on in the world of pop culture. Of course, we talked about R.I.P. Gene Wilder. Legend, yeah. Uh, just so many credits. Stir crazy. The Frisco Kid. I mean, seriously, oh. just go back and watch. I watched Stir Crazy last night because I saw that he he died. I was like, you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna watch this, and I only plan on watching like maybe a half hour. And it 
He is so good in that movie. So good. So good. That, that of course, Willy Wonka. I I saw something where he um, he told the director the whole when he appears in that movie for the first time. That thing where With he like cane. sticks his cane in a cobblestone yeah. and he rolls over and does a somersault. Not ad libbed, but just added in by Gene Wilder, where he's like, "Hey, I think this character needs to do this," and it totally sets up that character for the whole rest of the movie. He was just t- tremendous instincts, just a great and comedic. One, one more quick story that's really good. Uh, Mel Brooks, yeah. I saw he, he was talking about Blazing Saddles, and he said he made Blazing Saddles. He had done two movies before. One of them was The Producers, which hadn't made shit. He said that movie never went south of the Mason Dixon line. He really was just kind of maybe not going to make it in Hollywood. He gets Blazing Saddles. He writes it with with Richard Pryor, and it's just starting to go. But um, you know he's got the main part to fill. He couldn't fill it with Richard Pryor, uh, so he got uh, Cleavon Little. But then he gets right. he's got to have for uh, for the Waco kid. He's got to get you know somebody to play the drunk. The alcoholic, uh, you know, lawman or, you know, gunslinger. He gets this guy named Gig Young, who's like an old, um, old Western guy who actually happens to be (laughs) an alcoholic. So he thought this guy could play it well. Perfect. Yeah. So the first scene where he's hanging upside down in jail and he goes, are we awake? And then he looks over and he goes, are we white? Are are we black? You know that whole scene. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, yeah. That, they film that first scene with Gig Young, and they hang him upside down, and then they take him down, and he and then he gets he gets out, and he has the shakes, and he's like, "Wow, he's really playing the shit out of this part." Then he starts vomiting and screaming at everyone, and they're like, "Well, maybe I should have gotten a guy to play an alcoholic instead of an actual alcoholic." So anyway, he calls Gene Wilder because he's like out of options, and like he does not have. Like the, the the clout that you would think Mel Blanc had. I mean, uh, Mel Blanc. Uh, Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks yeah. has. Now, and he's he says, you know, Gene, I I need somebody to play this part. This is like the biggest part, second biggest part in the movie. Gene Wilder goes, "All right, yeah, uh, I, I get me a, a script, and I'll be there in the morning." And he said, like he was fine. I never had to think about it. And then a couple years later, he. Uh, you know, he had the idea for uh, Young Frankenstein, so he's like, that, "I owe my career to to uh, Gene Wilder." That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a great story. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, R.I.P. Gene Wilder. Um, in other news, and this will come as a shock. Just this just happened. Chris Brown assaulted or arrested for assault with a deadly weapon. That's after not the per- Chris Brown. I know. After an eleven-hour standoff with SWAT, what? apparently. Some some hoochie was at his house, and Chris Chris Brown is apparently he's wound a little tight. He's maybe some drug use, but when one of these hoochies complimented some of his jewelry, he pulled out a piece and uh, threatened her with it. Um, so so the cops had to show up, and I, you know it's just like I feel like this is one we could turn the other cheek on we could look the other way if maybe one of the SWAT snipers gun was accidentally to go off right maybe right it could be like a situation like in uh, Pulp Fiction where the gun just you know it happened to go off and take off Marvin's head 
I don't feel like anybody would be calling for a federal civil rights investigation after that with Chris Brown. I, I mean, he's said he's just an amazing dancer, but like I don't. I've said that. Oh, you are, but I, yeah. I'm not. I, I'm clearly not plugged into the R and B world. Like that's just not my thing. But like, Me either. You would think there'd be some other people to take his place. I mean, I I know of Usher, but he's older than Chris Brown. Like, I, there's got to be somebody right. to take his place because. He totally. doesn't seem even remotely redeeming in any way. He's the worst. And but he still has fans because America will forgive anything if you're good at dancing. Mm. Just like with Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Uh okay, and further in fancy pop, Ed, the Taylor Swift missed the VMAs because she had jury duty. Apparently Taylor Swift is the only person that doesn't know you can just throw those things away when they come in the mail. I did jury duty once. Yeah. And it, so did I. It was terrible because yeah. I, I came up with the excuse. Like I had a valid excuse on why I couldn't. Um, my wife was away on, it was going to be away for like three weeks and I had a newborn or something like that. And I was like, I, I cannot be here anymore. And the guy's like, they don't give a fuck. Well, how about babysitters? And I was like, yeah. well, I don't have, I just don't have a babysitter on call for nine till five. And he goes, well, do you have any parents? Do you have any? And he asked me like 15 questions. I was like, I have nobody. Yeah. I have nobody. And he's like, I guess you're dismissed. But like, it took a, it took a lot of, yes. a lot of fighting to get out of that thing. So I went to jury duty one time and I was like, they were doing a thing where they're like, okay, line up by alphabetically. And, you know, I'm in the B. So they're like A through F line up. And I'm like, oh, they're going to start pu- pulling people out. So I just didn't get, I just stayed in my chair and didn't get up. And they're like, <laughs> okay, we know there's more of you. We're going to start calling you by name. So just go, okay, go ahead and line up. And then like a couple more people would get up and I just stayed in my chair. <laughs> and, but I was kind of so swimming a little chicken. bit. Yeah, and but then eventually they got enough people before I got up, and they're like, "Okay, the rest of you are dismissed." And I was like, "Yes." And then I got home, and then I went to work the next day, and this guy I worked with, his girlfriend was in law school, and so obviously she's a fucking expert. And he, I'm like, uh, he's like, "Where were you yesterday?" I'm like, "Oh, dude, I had fucking jury duty." And he's like, "Oh no, you just throw that shit away." He's, and I'm like, "What? Can you do that?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, my girlfriend's in law school. She says just throw it away." And I'm like, okay. And I, right, but we don't, so we I, don't know if she's a D student at law school. We don't. Well, this is like 15 years ago, and I've thrown every jury summons away since, and I, it hasn't come back to haunt me yet. So, hey, hey, guys, don't report me on that shit, okay? And also, when you go to jury duty, that's yeah. where you find out just how shitty a community you live in. It's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Hoboken. But if we'll yeah. go back to the counties, Hoboken's grouped in with a lot of towns that I wouldn't want to live, and it right. was it was a rough it was a rough group. Not not a lot of friendly faces. I just uh, I had my head down the whole time. Good idea. Keep the headphones on. Bring a book. Right. Uh, that this is, and I've been I've advocated for this for many years. We need professional juries. Anybody that watched that OJ documentary and saw the the level of intelligence of the people that were selected for that jury. Of course. We need, we need this to be a professional occupation where people go to school 
and they become professional jurors. And then we don't pick juries anymore. The jury of your peers is a jury of professional jurors. We That's don't, it. We don't have peers. There's no, no, there no don't. I don't have a peer. You certainly don't have a peer. There's no peers. No. I, I don't want to be judged by fucking morons. Imagine 12 shirtless guys in flat bills and cool rings. Their, fi- their fingers adorned with rings and their necks adorned with medallions <laughs> try- <laughs> trying to act cool, right. to- trying to pretend right. like they're cool in the jury box. Right, right. I don't think I could get a fair yeah. trial from those I guys. I don't need a guy trying too hard. It's exactly. <laughs> I want professional jurors. Uh, Ed, RIP, another crushing loss no no mr fuji fame really wwf manager i don't as we've argued or we've discussed many times on the show we are adults so we're not into wrestling of course not but like uh, you do know the the iconic right i remember mr fuji from when i was a little kid from when it was appropriate to be aware of wrestling i didn't realize so mr fuji was a was modeled after the odd job character odd job. from the yeah from the um, James Bond yes I'll be honest it was only, until today I thought it was the same dude oh come on Mister Fuji I'm looking at the picture now yeah I mean I I guess I probably thought the same thing but Mister Fuji wasn't that big and he's very I mean I'm looking at where he was born he looks very Hawaiian he doesn't look <laughs> He's like, I know, I know, I know. I didn't, well, I didn't, I mean, like I said, I wasn't a huge wrestling fan. I don't, and that, I just always just a way to go out. He died in Clarksville, Tennessee. That's not a very Mr. Fuji type of way to go. Oh, it is not. It is agreed. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't know when Odd Job kicked off, but not the same dude. Odd Job was <laughs> very hefty, and Goldfinger was like mid or to early to mid sixties. So Odd Job yes. probably did yes. not see our birth, the, the year of our birth. Um, also, how about I think I made a tweet about this. How about that the bad guy from Moonraker looking exactly like modern day Quentin Tarantino? Like he <laughs> oh, yeah. is, he is, yeah, he is Richard Keel. In, Richard Keel. Yes. Yeah, he's he got that same bad, hairline. Right? Like really yes. trying hard to make it work, and when you're Richard Keel, it's weird that you would even bother doing anything with your hair when you get up in the morning. No. Like no. No. you're supposed it's, to yes. just be like Mountain Man, like not shave ever. Like this, yes. it, it's really there's not a lot of upside in in really putting any effort into your look. Yeah, I mean you you've got gigantism anyway. So like, what are you really gonna do to to well, make you could yourself? Be a, you could be a motivational speaker like Tony Robbins. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, but one one thing about uh, while you're talking about odd job, you remember yeah. Austin Powers had like the the rip off. Like they were just making fun of odd job, and they had a random task. He had a guy that was yeah. like, same thing. Yeah. Well, I read a story about him like a year ago. Yeah. That dude is in jail for murder and like murdered his cellmate. I think he's going to be executed. Like that he, guy turned out yeah. to be a full on monster. He's yeah. Well, actually, I know about that because it's it's an oh, he's in Orange County. He did it. He oh, the county. Committed, it was Orange a rape. County. And he's yeah, not from he, any town, just the county in general. He it was Huntington Beach. <laughs> he committed a rape in like the early nineties 
in Huntington Beach and they got him on DNA. Like he, he oh. then later he got like a DUI or he got in a bar fight or something and got arrested and they swabbed his DNA and matched it to the original crime that he did. So he went to prison and then he was in prison and then one day they were like went to open the cells and his cellmate was just dead. And they're like, Hey, do you know anything about this? He's like strangled and he's like, nah, I'm not sure. I was just sitting here. But yeah, that random task yeah, is a I very, very the, bad guy. I felt for the most clickbait story of all. It said, Austin Powers star arrested for murder. So I'm thinking like maybe it's Robert Wagner or something. Yeah, and it was yeah. <laughs> Natalie Wood. Yeah. What kind of wood doesn't float? Natalie Wood. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it turned out to be random task. Who, who brings Christopher Walken on an overnight on your yacht? It's an aggressive I'm just move. saying. You know who does it? A guy who's trying to frame somebody else for murder. Right. That's right. Bob That's a good Wagner, point. Heart to heart, and when they met, it was murder. Yes, yeah. Max. <laughs> I could Bob Wagner definitely killed her, and she was uh, a piece of ass. Yeah. Really hot. Really hot. Couldn't swim. No, no. What was she doing out on a boat? If she couldn't, she was in the harbor, moored. It seems like a weird move to go on a boat. Very I would be like, you know weird. what? I'm. I'm rich and famous and beautiful. I'm not going on that boat. Yes, of course not. Uh, okay, here's another one, Ed. Charlie Sheen's two ex-wives ha- are having to suck it up and accept reduced child support, Ed. This Charlie Sheen, who seems like the picture of stability, <laughs> minus, the, <laughs> minus the HIV positive, he's not making the two million bucks an episode he was pulling for that two and a half men. Right. So he's, he's had to, he's had to go to court and ask to pay a little less child support. He, both these ex-wives were, were pulling a robust 55 large a month each. Whoa. 55 grand a month. And unfortunately a, Charlie's not able to keep that up, so now these two are just going to have to settle for a paltry 25 large each per month. That is amazing. That, that like, it is, it's so drastically, drastically reduced, and they're still at that level. Yes, yes. And, and they cut it by 60%. And they got, they got, I mean, I don't know how many years they got out of him, like the original numbers. Right, but like, wouldn't you think? Yes. All right, we better we better cut back on our expenses because the guy that this is coming from could definitely die of an overdose any minute. Totally. Well, that's I. I, I you have to think that there. That's the plan. Like, I I need to put this away because it could stop next month. Right, uh, but because I, I used to be married to Charlie Sheen, they probably both have seen what he's capable of putting into his body and not dying. So maybe they thought like, this is the indestructible beast we've latched onto. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem is, is he could give it all to some hooker that he meets in Vegas. That's true. He's not like he's, he's not stable. There's he's, he might be worth more to them dead. Oh, than alive. Definitely. Maybe they did that. Maybe they did the Suge Knight easy E thing and injected him with, the HIV themselves. <laughs> the important thing is that they're they're still in better shape than if they had married Emilio. 
Emilio Estevez. That's true. That's a good point. That's a great point. Uh, and lastly, Ed, the, the VMAs popped off this week. I was going to look for a list of the whoever performed, but I probably don't know who any of them are. I did see this. Beyonce did a performance that lasted a robust 17 minutes. What? I don't... I am not a Beyonce fan. I don't. She's fine. If you're into her, that's cool. Whatever. All I'm saying that is that if I am expected to sit through something that lasts 17 minutes, I had better come at the end. <laughs> 17 minutes. So long. I mean, yeah, but I've, I, I can't. I can't imagine I've ever hit double digits ever. Oh, I, <laughs> well. Seven minutes would be like wow. The stallion. That's that's a long session yeah. for you. Yeah. Well, you gotta you gotta switch it up. Well, what do you, you mean switch? Switch like. <laughs> I thought it was I a race know. to the finish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's leave it. Let's leave it at that. That is it. Episode one thirty three. Back in the books. What happened to the podcast? The podcast is here. Here we are. 30, Episode one thirty three. The number thirty three. Steady Eddie Murray. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I'll go with Eddie Murray. I mean, I liked him too. I liked Eddie Murray. Finished up his career as a Dodger. Tape on the fingers? No, he finished up his career as an Oriole, by the way. Oh, he went back. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he got, he would have won a batting title as a Dodger, but that fucking Willie McGee got traded just after the All-Star break, but he had enough at-bats to qualify for the batting title and edged out Eddie Murray by, like, two points. I've never seen a guy who looked more in pain than Willie McGee. Just breathing, he looked in pain. Yeah. yeah. He, was, he wasn't handsome. No, he wasn't. Okay, that'll do it for Ed Daly, for Fancy Sauce, who was out of pocket today. I'm Brian Beckner. This has been episode 133 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. We will see you next week. Goodbye.